Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. This is Advice from a Call Center Geek, a weekly podcast with a focus on all things call center. We'll cover it all from call center operations, hiring, culture, technology, and education. We're here to give you actionable items to improve the quality of yours and your customers' experience. This is an evolving industry with creative minds and ambitious people like this guy. Not only is his passion call center operations, but he's our host. He's the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing Group and the call center geek himself, Tom Laird. Welcome back, everybody, to Advice from a Call Center Geek. My name is Tom Laird. I'm the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing and your fearless host here on The Geek. I want to thank all of you, actually. This is kind of cool. I've been uh, getting, <laughs> I don't want to say hate emails, but emails like, hey, man, what, what the heck's going on? Where's our, where's our podcast last week? which is actually kind of cool, right, that you guys are actually, I don't know, I guess, I don't want to say program for every week, but but looking forward to, probably, that's probably a better way to put it, looking forward to a, to the weekly podcast. Well, I can tell you, I have not, uh, I have a seven-year-old daughter and a four-year-old son. We have never done, and obviously my wife, we've never done a family vacation. So I did bring my computer and my microphone out to the lake. Uh, there's a there's a lake about 20 miles. Obviously, there's Lake Erie, but we kind of went on an inland lake for a week, rented a house, and kind of hung out there, did my daughter's birthday party, did all that kind of stuff uh, last week. So while I was planning on doing an episode while I was out there and had all of my notes there, I just didn't I didn't get around to it. So again, I apologize for the delay in uh, in last week's episode, not, uh, not being broadcast, I guess, but... I want to thank you guys that have uh, that sent me some emails um, questioning like, "Hey Tom, what the heck's going on?" So at least I know that there are uh, there are some of you out there. Um, I know we we talked about it a little bit last time we we had an episode, but we are we're well over seven thousand total downloads of advice from a call center geek, and about the first we're only about six or seven months into this. Um, we're we're close to thirty five episodes. Each episode is. Um, is is kind of rocking it now as as we as we throw them out there. So again, you guys are still the. It's funny that they're still the number one uh, rated episode or the number one downloaded episode is games to play in your call center. So I'm still hearing you on, on that. We're probably going to do another episode of that here in the next uh, next couple weeks to get you to get you some more of that. But let's talk about uh, something a little new from a technology standpoint that a lot of you are not doing, and. Some of you that are newer to the industry probably will be seeing this uh, in the next five to, to seven years, um, probably more closer or closer to, to the five-year window, and that's video. And how do we implement that into our customer support strategy? Not many are doing it, right? I mean, there's there's very few. I mean, even the big guys are not have not really walked down that road to, to full-fledged video customer support. So l- let's talk about some of the reasons why it's pretty cool. We have a client that we're actually doing this for right now. It's a very small client. So we're kind of looking you know, at some of the pluses and minuses and using it as kind of a, I guess, a test for this client who's, who's pretty forward thinking and, and wants to do some, some unique and, and different things with their support cycle and their, their customer journey. So let's talk about some of the, the, 
the bonuses or the pluses of, of implementing video. So number one is obviously is, is pretty easy and it's a unique experience. And unique experiences can be good or they can be bad, right? So there's a lot of you know early adopters that, that enjoy and like unique experiences, but the majority of us are kind of a wait-and-see approach. But the cool thing about video is we all FaceTime, right? Every single one of us that has an iPhone or even if you have an Android device, you're using some type of video to, to, to conference and to talk to your friends, to talk to your family, to talk to your kids. So there's a comfort level that's being developed and we're kind of being programmed into into enjoying and into having video be a a normal you know piece and part of our life so again it's it's as easy as as you know you can be across the united states and i can have a a, a, i can read a bedtime story to my daughter you know when i'm in california and, and she's in pennsylvania so that's pretty cool the option is still there for one and two way video so it doesn't have to be a two way video which i know a lot of people freak out about and i think that there are some some pluses and minuses to that. So really, you know, we'd want the customer to see the customer service rep or the sales rep. And then, you know, it, not always is it appropriate or should we be seeing the, the the customer on the line unless the customer opts in and, you know, we feel we feel comfortable at that. So again, it's a it's a pretty cool experience. It's something that you can differentiate and be be cutting edge with. The second reason um, that we have found is it it presents an urge to buy. Right, so so many times when when somebody goes on Amazon or they go on eBay, they go on all these d- different sites online. They, they scour the sites, right? They look for the best price. Um, they go to another site. When you're in a store and you see a product and you hold that product in your hand, I'm not saying you don't care about the price, but th- there becomes this urge to buy because you see a tangible product in front of you. And also, you can have a sales rep that comes up and can talk to you about it. And it's not just you kind of doing research on your own and reading reviews and maybe the first review is bad so you move on to the next one. So with video, we can really give that urge to buy, right? We can create that sense of an in-store experience without obviously being in-store. We know malls across the United States are closing. Everyone is talking about what experiences can we give the customers now. Even when you're, a store does open, right, it's not normally – just a just a store that you walk in and, and pick something up. There's displays. There's there's different things that you can interact with. They're making it trying to be really cool so that it drives you to that store. Well, for those of you who maybe you know have a customer support, maybe you are a B two B, where you are a, a totally online company, right? It's very difficult to, to give an in store experience. But with video, you know, we can present that, and it's pretty cool on your service and your sales from a from just a service, you know, trying to help a customer out to to a sales call where you actually show a product and kind of maybe even do a quick demo. That's pretty cool. I would say urge to buy is a, is a huge reason that we can increase conversion rates on, on any sales product you know, using video when, when customers are starting to buy into that. The third reason that it's pretty cool is that the technology is here. Even a couple of years ago with WebRTC or, you know, with specific plugins, it was kind of a painful I hate the word wonky, but I keep using that word wonky experience where if you wanted to do video with somebody, you had to download this plugin. Sometimes it didn't download right. You're waiting. Um, and it, it just made the, the customer experience poor. But now with the technology that's out there, you know, we're able to, you know, route face to face, you know, with the, the customer and the associate that's totally seamless. So really on your website, if you have a, you know, you have a click to call, you have a click to chat, you can have a click to video, right? And we can have a 
a interactive video experience with, with that customer. Here's the other thing with the technology. The customer that we're doing video with is using co-browsing as well. So this is pretty cool. So basically, while you're doing a video and you're browsing their website, you know, we can actually be going on to the same website, circle things, you know, talk about certain things from a face-to-face standpoint. So you, you can use not only just video, but use co-browsing vid- technology with video um, to create a really cool um, experience where basically the customer service rep is quote-unquote sitting next to the customer and kind of going through the website with them, showing them specific things, talking about certain things, and maybe they even have a couple you know, physical pieces of that product that they can actually show and be like, oh, see this number, number three there is actually right here. And you can see the color of it, blah, blah, blah. You can see the size. Pretty cool. So I, I think the technology is really adding to, to a really unique customer experience that not enough of us are, from an organizational standpoint, are, are taking advantage of yet because I think people are still nervous about the technology. The cost for video customer services. So this is kind of our, our fourth kind of cool thing is super cheap. Right with the the technology of today, with doing video over the internet, it's not very expensive. And from an outsourcing standpoint, just to give you an example, you know there's no extra cost. You know for most outsourcers, if they do, they're probably kind of ripping you off, right? But we don't charge anything extra other than you know what we would normally do for voice and chat because the the cost is actually a little bit less. So you're still paying for probably a higher end rep, right? Because you have to make sure that, you know, they're looking at your part. They're looking at your demographic. Um, It's not just now just what they say, but how they look as well. So we want to make sure that we match all those types of things to to what you guys are trying to do. And that so if you're trying to do this in-house, it's the same thing. So there may be a little bit more cost there. But from an actual technology standpoint and the technology cost, it's it's nothing, right, compared to what, what what voice is. The fifth reason is awesome. Right, and it's one of my favorite reasons for video in that it can be so much fun, especially when you're in a group of people. So I know you can kind of maybe confuse this with a a, a a video conference, but you could basically have a link that you could sign up on to, on a customer's or a company's website, right? And you get a group. Let's say it's a bridal party, and let's say it's two weeks before a wedding, and you go onto this website, and your whole bridal party does a really fun you know, group session, because you're all in different cities, you're all over the United States, maybe somebody's in Europe, right, coming in for your wedding, you can have a, a quote-unquote video chat with a beauty consultant that's going to talk about the makeup, and maybe the hair, how they'd like to have your hair done, you know, for the wedding. Uh, the company then can actually sell the products, you know, directly to, you know, the, the people that are involved in that bridal party, right from the website, and she can take orders right there, or they can take orders to the website through some type of co-browsing. But you can imagine and you can see the the fun that this could have, you know, the different things when you're, when you're trying to schedule maybe a trip and you have a consultant that's that's on a ski slope, right? And maybe they have a backdrop and they're talking about all the different types of events and, and different things that you can take part of with maybe your family members that are all logging in. So you can sign up and, and not just sign up because you're going through a website, but actually have somebody talking you through it and maybe showing you some of the things from a video standpoint that, that you can actually do. So it opens up the imagination. And that's what's really cool about you know this thing from a customer support side and a sales side. When you can show how unique and how cool you are, you know again, that urge to buy becomes so much more prevalent in the customer. And if you can have that have a really cool experience with that customer, 
you're going to end up selling them something that's that's part of the the package that you're trying to do to make this you know extremely profitable for you. So that kind of rolls into you know the the next you know portion of this is is sales, right? Because everybody's trying to make their call center into a profit center, and anything that we can do to increase conversions, that's a huge plus. And again, having really cool experiences with the customer, getting them you know to to have that urge to buy you know, gets that those conversion, those sales to, to significantly rise. The next kind of piece or that maybe the last one that I want to talk about that's pretty cool is, you know, you can do augmented reality, right? So let's say you're way cutting edge, but through video, um, you know, you can set up some things to, to show a customer what something will look like before they buy, you know, furniture stores, can they can have a picture of a living room that, you know, and you kind of have seen some of this, right? And they show what their furniture would look like in, in pictures that that you can take right, um, right as you're going, right, right as you're talking to the to the customer service rep, and have that augmented reality kind of part of the video piece, so that you're not only having a conversation with the customer service rep, but they're actually going through and, and showing you what it would look like um, to, to have this furniture or have this product in your house. So you know these experiences are unique. And they show the value of your product before you make before the customer makes a purchase, which is which is pretty cool. And really, the last piece of this that kind of ties everything together is you know it's it's cutting edge, right? And this kind of goes back to that unique experience. Right? Few few very few companies are embracing this technology right now. So it's it really is one of the few times in business where there is a, a chance for your company to to truly innovate and to really be on the cutting edge of of the, of the market. Um, Delaying this kind of makes little sense to me, right? Because if, if you, this is something that I think is, I don't want to say it's tried true, but it's it's pretty close to tried and true because we're so comfortable with it now. And so many of you are going to wait until the, the cool factor of this is done. And you're going to end up just implementing this after so many of you, so many other companies have. And especially if you're in a larger market where, you know, there, there's a lot of spend that can go into some quote unquote R&D, right, from a customer service side, you're, you're going to be behind the behind the time so you don't have to get crazy with this you don't have to do a full rollout not many of your customers at the beginning are going to take advantage of it until you can really show the the value of it and word of mouth gets out but i would highly suggest in your in your 2020 planning that you plan for a small rollout of a you know two three four five ten person team um, start to look at the technology to add. If you have any questions on the technology, I'd be more than happy to help you. You know, nice in contact again, and, and I constantly plug them. I know, but that's kind of what I know. You know, has a really cool advanced chat feature that also allows for video, depending on where they click or what they would like to talk about. So you can do a lot of programming, easy programming with that too. So when that, you can kind of pick and choose when that that video button pops up. You know, if a certain product that you know that you want to have a video chat with to, to test, if a customer's on that, it can pop that button. So, again, there's some things that you need to do to kind of prompt your customers, right, and, and kind of talk to them, you know, in that customer journey about what the video experience is like. But once you get a couple of them using it, right, then we want to make sure that we capture those experiences, that we send out some some surveys to them, that we try to get them to do reviews on our Facebook page or or any of those types of things to talk about the video experience, to especially when it was well, hopefully that it was positive, right? To really start to build the, the trust factor that you have with your organization, and build that trust factor into into video. So something a little different, uh, just something for you to think about for for your 2020 planning. 
Um, video is a is a really cool technology. There's so many really cool things with it. And again, I love te- technologies that aren't static, right? They're technologies that you can really use your imagination with. And there's so many different channels and companies and, and things that you could do that I'm not even, I couldn't even remotely think about. And and that's one of these these types of technologies, like speech analytics and those kinds of things are really cool like that too, right? There's so many different ways that you can implement, use it for, for different use cases for different types of clients or different types of, of business units. So, so that's my uh, that's my podcast on the uh, here on the the fifth of August, my my week after vacation. Again, apologize for the the lateness of it, but uh, I'll be back. We'll be back again next week as well for for another episode. Again, we're starting to get a ton of I guess people interacting with the the Facebook page. So if you can go to um, the Advice from Call Center Geek Facebook page, I would love for you to uh, you know, introduce yourself, uh, make sure that you like that page. Um, we'll get some things out for you. Um, if you go to signup.callcentergeek.com, you can sign up for our free kind of, I guess, member site, right, that we're going to try to, you know, once we get to a certain amount of uh, of members there, we're going to just do some some advanced webinars and, and some things, some Q&A, and, and try, to, try to help you guys out in that way. Uh, but also there's, you know, we have a LinkedIn page, Advice from a Call Center Geek. We have a Twitter account, Advice from a Call Center Geek. So please like all those those Facebook assets. And also... And last but not least, that cheap plug, I do have a book. It's called Advice from a Call Center Geek. You can find it on Amazon. Again, it's it's under ten bucks for a uh, paperback, and it's under four bucks, I believe, for a for an ebook version. But again, thank you guys for uh, for all the support of the site and the podcast. It's been really cool. Um, I'm I'm super excited to continue this here as we go into uh, already almost fall of 2019. Crazy. All right, I'll talk to all you guys next week. Thank you. This has been advice from a call center geek. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the show so you're the first to hear next week's episode. Jam-packed with actionable takeaways you can implement ASAP. Chime in with your thoughts on the episode on Twitter at from underscore geek and on Instagram at call underscore center underscore geek. Also, take a look at our contact center operations book by the same name, Advice from a Call Center Geek on Amazon. This podcast is sponsored by ExpediaUSA.com. 